Welcome, this is Fuck the Bins, our anarchist podcast from London. Every month we talk about news from the UK and the world, share book recommendations and event announcements, remember radical culture and history and provide political commentary on the past, present and future. Today we talk about what is anarchism, what London anarchist events are upcoming and we speak about one of our favourite kids books. You might wonder why this podcast is titled Fuck the Bins, and there are certainly many answers to this, some of which are sometimes referenced in the podcast, but it shall remain a mystery for today. So, who is the Anarchist Federation? Uh, So the Anarchist Federation are a collective of people organising in London, um, trying to spread the ideas of anarchism, build working class power, and trying to educate ourselves in the process. As individuals, we're involved in all kinds of organising, like tenants and associations, workplace struggles, anti-fascism, against immigration raids and the like. As a group, though, we mainly focus on propaganda. We organise talks and workshops, hold reading groups, and produce this quite chunky podcast. We feel that anarchist ideas have a lot to offer, but that knowledge of them is low, and that the left in general is too easily swept up in electoral projects such as the rise of Corbyn. The talks and workshops we put on help to develop our own ideas, but they can also be preaching to the converted. So as members of the Rebel City Collective, we also write and distribute an anarchist newspaper in London with a circulation of about 4,000. We give this out for free at tube stations, demos and social centres as an alternative to the corporate controlled media, which ignores grassroots resistant movements. With this, we hope to be able to reach out to normal people and help build a libertarian culture based on solidarity and mutual aid. On a national level, we're part of a federation of anarchist groups. This gives us the organisational and financial clout to be able to publish a quarterly magazine, host international speakers and publish books and pamphlets on our our ideas. This national federation is then part of an international of anarchists, giving us links all around the world, as ultimately we want our movement to be truly global in its reach. So we've recently had a lot of people say they're interested in joining the group. Um, so we're going to have an open meeting on the on Saturday, the 10th of November at D-Centre, St- D the upstairs space at Freedom Bookshop, uh, from 2 till 5 o'clock. Everyone's welcome to come along if you want to get involved in the things we're already doing, like putting on talks and workshop workshops or this podcast. But we're also really keen for people to suggest new projects we can help get off the ground. So if you're in, interested in anarchist organising in London, come along and say hello on the 10th of November. Details are available on our blog and our Facebook page. So the follow-on question to that is, what is anarchism? Simply put, an anarchy is a society run without government and without leaders. Anarchism is a political philosophy which rejects all forms of hierarchy and domination, whether that be by capitalism, the state, or patriarchy. Under our present economic system, the means of production, and by that I mean the fields, factories and workshops we need to produce everything we need to live, are controlled by a small minority who force the rest of us to work for them in order to survive. Anarchist believes that this exploitative relationship is not only unfair, but that accumulation of profits has also been the driving force behind colonialism, wars and environmental degradation. So far, so standard anti-capitalist theory. Um, Where we differ in our analysis from most others on the left is that we do not see the state as a useful tool which the working class can use to save itself. We see the hierarchical structure of the state as a problem in itself, and any group who controls it, whether supposedly representing working people or not, is bound to lead to exploitation and domination. We are highly suspicious of anyone who wants to be in charge to replace our current bosses with a new set with the same exploitative conditions. 
A further key point that differentiates anarchists from others on the left is that we do not claim to have a perfect plan or programme, nor do we try to lead the working classes or think our party or group is more advanced than them. We are them and they are us. For me, this is where the beauty of anarchism lies. We can only work towards solutions that allow people to collectively emancipate themselves. Our ideas must constantly evolve and there will never be an end point when we have reached our goal. Society will continue to evolve as new situations and new ideas arrive. We do not believe we can do this on behalf of the working class. We must all do this together. So what do anarchists believe? Well, essentially, the individual should have the greatest liberty possible without infringing on that of others. The working class can organise meeting its own needs without bosses or markets to dictate what should be produced and who should produce it. This is, self, this is the idea of self-organisation. Production should be based on needs rather than profit. Products should be distributed according to needs, not, to, not according to who can pay. A society based on mutual aid and solidarity can function better than one based on greed and exploitation. We should not rely on states, political parties or anyone else to grant us our rights. We should take them through direct action. In summary, we're struggling for the abolition of capitalism, the state, wage labour and private property and the creation of common ownership and direct democracy. So it's a bit of a tall order. And now to something a little bit more lighthearted. Another example of books that inspired us. This month I've picked a children's classic from Sweden called Pippi Longstocking, written in 1941 by world-famous children's book author Astrid Lindgren and my recommendation for everyone at primary school age interested in reading or listening to a classic book. If you're a little kid, the world often presents as a world of restrictions, a place where imagination is brutally regulated by reality and where adults dictate all rules. Life for children is often seen as idyllic and free of responsibilities, but even if you are not affected by poverty, malnourishment, parental neglect or an overly stressful school, life as a child is often life learning to fit into the grid of adulthood to accept the rules imposed on you. In Lindgren's book, nine-year-old Pippi shows any child a world where your own strength and imagination are the only laws to abide to also with the disadvantages that come with that. Pippi is the archetype of an independent person, and with her metaphors become reality. She lives on her own, is extraordinarily strong, owns a pet monkey, a horse and a handy suitcase full of gold coins, and used to sail the world with her now missing father. Despite the death of her mother, there's a pragmatic happiness to Pippi that is exclusively rooted in her own self-belief. Pippi grew up without conventional education and it shows. She's a freewheeling, kind and practical girl with vivid resourcefulness and a moral compass solely guided by her kind-heartedness and her distaste for everything that restricts her freedom. And while her independence clearly teaches children a taste of autonomy and freedom, Pippi can also be terribly annoying and rude, which makes her an excellent example. There is no need for the reader to be like Pippi, but not just them to be a bit more like Pippi. After all, this book is not a manual on behaviour but encourages critical inspiration. In many ways, this book and Pippi's adventures are of its time, and in recent years, concerns about the use of colonial stereotypes connected to Pippi's father living on a Caribbean island have started a discussion how to approach it progressively and critically. As with many artworks, dated imperfection can be a challenge rather than an irritation. 
to learn that the past is different from the present and that what was common language used in the 1940s is rightly no longer commonplace now is something that is useful for children to learn and opens up an opportunity to reflect on historical changes. Teaching a child how to be an educated and critical reader is in the end not just about plot and role models, but also about language and its uses. And since we've named this category books that inspired us, we inevitably deal with publications that are not contemporary anymore. The children's books available nowadays are certainly different from those 30, or in this case 70 years ago, and we reserve the question of how modern literature for children meets the contemporary demands for another episode. As a kid, Pippi Longstocking taught me one thing, and that is, you might be a child, but your voice and your feelings are important and should be heard, and if they are not, there's nothing wrong with creating a bit of a ruckus to shake things up. So, coming up in London, the London Anarchist Federation is hosting a regular reading group every third Tuesday of the month, 7pm, at Freedom Bookshop. The next meeting will be on the 20th of November, and we will be reading up on anarcho-feminism, with texts by Emma Goldman, Voiterine Leclerc, Bell Hooks, Audrey Lord and Dillard Dirick. The reading group is open to all. We would like to discuss anarchist texts with fellow anarchists and educate each other through debate and discussion. Write-ups of past reading group meetings and the latest reading list can always be found on our blog, aflondon.wordpress.com. So coming up on the 1st of November, Freedom Bookshop are having a fundraiser for Feral Crust. This is part of the First Thursdays series of events where art venues open up their doors on the first Thursday of each month. So the evening will be raising funds for Decenter, the social space at Freedom Bookshop, and also the eco-anarchist project Feral Crust, which is based in the Philippines. Um, Feral Crust has started an an autonomous land project that incorporates anarchist principles of mutual aid and non-hierarchical organising as well as awareness and care for the wildlife of the area. They're attempting to be self-sufficient, and we're hoping to help them set up and achieve this goal. Uh, There's going to be zines available to provide more information about the project. There's going to be a vegetarian dinner and performances from Big L, lead singer of the Dub Writers, Anarchic Tenancies, Ella Jaff, Noah Fabry, and George F. So come on down to uh, Freedom Bookshop on the 1st of November. Okay, that's all for this month, so uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Fuck the Bins. Uh, we hope to see all of you in real life, either at our reading group or, more importantly, our organising meeting on the 10th of November. So see you all soon. <laughs>